Can we hear? I can't hear you. Oh my god! Hold on. <laughs> every time. Every. Every time I started recording already, I just want to get Me all. Me too. I'm hot. Here. Let's see. I'm hot. Yeah, I can't hear you. Hold on. <laughs> we get these out. The there we go. Let me. I, I was hot the whole time too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're on. We're on. We're on. Welcome <laughs> we're to the on. show. We're ready. To go. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to this week's show. The drop with Frank and Brian. I'm Frank. Brian. I'm Brian. And this is the show. For this, this is week. it. Sometimes we 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 we'll call each other first and get set up. This time I was like, record. I'm in. Yeah, me too. Like as the phone was ringing, I'm just like, I'm just gonna hit record because some <laughs> sometimes the juicy bits get uh get. Uh, looked over, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of so, speaking of juicy bits, I had a little bit of anxiety about this whole thing earlier. A little bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was just about to say, let me show you all of the notes that I have for t- this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like, exactly like mine. Hold on, I have. <laughs> I have my glasses, and I have nothing in front of me. Same. I have my phone because I was just looking at TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that's our notes. Which tic- yeah, that's our notes. Which TikTok videos are you looking at today? My my TikTok videos are so so strange sometimes. What do you like? I swear, if you you spend like uh, just a couple you know extra seconds looking at something, they're just like, oh yeah, okay, here's ten thousand more of that thing. And now like like it's weird. It's very strange. TikTok or just the algorithm or just what you're seeing? The, the algorithm, like, I spent, like, just a little too long on one video watching it, and then now I'm just get just tons of videos like that. Like, uh, recently, I for some reason, I'm getting a lot of, like, Native American uh, TikToks. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why. Like, I mean, they're interesting. Yeah. But I just don't know why I, I started getting those. And then, like, one time I was... Uh, Okay, two things. This is going to be a little embarrassing. <laughs> but two things. One time I was on Instagram and uh, I guess I just looked too long at just this guy eating food. Yeah. And then I just got tons of videos of this dude eating food. I was like, that's strange, but not not too bad. Okay, the food looks delicious. That's fine. The, the second one, this might be the embarrassing one. I don't know if it was like some sort of like fitness thing or what it was. But my uh, explore page on Instagram was like inundated with like uh, bodybuilding dudes. And I'm like, what is going on here? Why am I getting all this stuff? Have you ever, <laughs> I've had to do this, you know what I mean? Like if you look at something weird, then like you said, you're, you're suggesting, what does they call that page? Your suggested page on Instagram? Yeah, like for you, for, well, it's like for you page on TikTok. And I guess it's like the explore page. Yeah, so I, like there's things on there I don't want to see. So I'll like click on it and then go to not interested and I'll do that like four or five times and it kind of fil- regulates it. Yeah, filters it out. I do a that. Bit. I do that for some things, but I but like I, I don't know. I just was just I guess innocently just going along and then I started to notice this trend and I'm like, this is very odd. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you like half naked guys flexing? We're gonna show we you, got all you all the half <laughs> all <guys>. of them. <laughs> So anyway, back to to the anxiety before this episode, which is funny because um, just today, uh, so we're recording on a Wednesday this week because we got again stuff to do this weekend. Um, so we're recording again early this week. Um, and you posted a clip today about 
having anxiety, anxiety yeah. <laughs> for doing like show was talking about shows, but you know, Usually, but yeah, that's, in, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, do people know, do people know about the code word? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, anyway, so <laughs> anytime you're like, ta- if you're ever talking to Frank and he says, that's interesting, just walk away. Yeah, I'm pretty much checked out. Yeah, he's done. He doesn't care what you're saying. He's thinking about other things in his head. And I've tested this on now road trips. Now that I know, I'll just yeah. be like talking and you'll know, say, that's interesting. And you'll kind of be just looking off and I'll say something else. And you just were like, yeah. I'm like, that doesn't have anything to do with what I just said. Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. So now I'm trying to figure out something else to say. I guess that's like uh, when you're talking to somebody and like. This, ha- this happens quite often. You're like talking to someone and, and you're on your like 10th. Oh, that's crazy. Or that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad and sometimes because I'll have so much on my mind at a show or something like that. And someone will come up and talk to me. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's someone else. And you're just thinking about something else. And then you try yeah, and just, then you get back into the conversation and you're just like, what did they say for the last few minutes? And then you like kind of covertly tried to poke like little little things to say to try to get back on track. You're like, yeah. Oh, and what color did you paint it? And then they'd be like, oh, what? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. like, oh I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about what color you painted your truck. <laughs> it's extra. It's extra special when you do it with your wife when she's talking oh, yeah. and you're just like, I have no idea. But they know all the tricks. Like they're like they know all the tricks. It's hard to it's hard to fool them. It's hard to fool. Them. Yeah. And Chelsea, my wife, also gets does it to me. She doesn't care about half the things I talk to her about. <laughs> it's a two way street. I'll I'll just like. Be explaining something to her, and halfway through it, I look at her. I go, "You have, you don't care about any of this, do you?" And she's like, "No." I'm like, "All right." Well, so that's interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go call Frank. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> he cares. Oh, he that's cares. Interesting. That's interesting. And then I just go to sleep. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. So we we were a little. We already had a topic kind of set aside for this episode, and yeah. we, we were kind of piecing it together. Um, yeah, I went. We through- were gonna. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I went through my uh, Facebook, all my... Well, first of all, we got to talk about what we were going to talk about. We were going to talk about trucks in other countries, specifically like Japan, Australia, Canada. So that was going to be the topic for today, but... Yeah, so it's just such a big topic, and I think I thought... So, okay, I went through my Instagram because I've been to New Zealand, Australia, and Japan. So I started going through my photos of, like, things that I've taken photos of or trucks or trucks that I've taken photos of that I can talk about. And then I started realizing, like, I don't know about this truck. I just took a photo of it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, a couple trucks in Thailand that I wanted to, like, touch on. And I'm just like, but I don't know anything about it. So I, in my head, I just see the podcast. I just see this podcast going like this. Oh, yeah, that truck in Thailand? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, well, what is it? Is it? It's a, oh, it's a Mitsubishi Triton. They only make them here. Like, I want to find out specifics. And I also want to find out the reason that more mini truckers do motor swaps in Australia versus here. I know the reason, but I want to find out the right way to set like the laws that why we can't do them here when they can do them there or it's Japan. I know there's strict smog laws in Japan. There's strict, uh, a lot of strict laws. I want to find out about these things before we just dive into these trucks are cool. Yeah, no, I get it. And, uh, after you kind of like clarified the point, like, 
we kind of owe it to the people watching because like mm. this podcast is uh, a way for us to get like in depth on topics and it would we owe it to the people watching to like if you're going to invest if you want me to invest an hour of my time in listening to you then you should invest an hour or you know or you should be prepared to have that person engage for that hour and then i also was like i have a bunch of photos that i pulled off the computer and i'm thinking like okay well are we're, we're going to get a couple hundred people, five hundred people watching this, but we're going to get X amount listening. We I always forget that part where you have to focus on the the listening part. That has to be the right. most important part. So we can't just go, oh, look at this truck, look at this truck, look at this That's truck. True. Because the yeah, people that are think of that. in their car, they're just like, well, what is it? I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I just got a little anxiety, and then I freaked out, and I messaged you, and I was like. We have to put this off. We have to. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> hey, I could talk. I could talk for an hour about anything. So whatever yeah. you want to, whatever you want to discuss right now. So that will definitely be a, a future episode, and we'll put some real deep effort into that. Yeah. But you know, kind of like what we were saying on last week's episode, um, is this is it's a time-consuming thing. So like, I feel like we just did the last episode. Hey, you know, hey. we're here on Wednesday, and I feel like just we. I mean, yeah, we did because we uploaded that on Monday. Yeah. So we just did that episode. Yeah. And so like this thing is coming like pretty fast and furious, you know. That's the other part of it is we talked about it being its own thing on top of the other things that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's on top of life. <laughs> on top of life. So it's like it did. We yeah, we just did it. So it's. Uh, yeah. And and we knew we were going to come like run into these struggles at some point. Like we're just going to have to, to, to accept that and kind of deal with it as it goes along Yeah. to where we get to the point where we're like, okay, now what? Yeah. So <laughs> you what know, did, it was easy in the beginning. So what did you do today? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So if there's, if you're listening <laughs> out there and there's certain topics you want us to discuss, let us know because I, I think there's definitely people, the topics that people want to discuss that goes back to like, you know, us always asking, you know, viewer questions and stuff like that. Mm. You know, like people do have topics that they want us to, to not, they don't want to, maybe they do want to know our opinion, but they do definitely want us to maybe just mull it over, I guess. Yeah. That's another hard part too, right? We have an opinion, but I don't want to listen to everyone's opinion all the time. I just want to listen to them discussing what it is. Right. Just having a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I talked to a person, um, if they're listening they they know who they are, but I don't want to like put them on blast or anything like that. Um, but I was talking to a person about, uh, they were talking about our, our, uh, topic of like mini trucker, like what makes a mini trucker. Yeah. And this person had a pretty strong opinion on exactly what a mini trucker is. And, um, I was like, yeah, no, no, that's great. I, I value that opinion. Um, but me after all of these discussions, I keep finding out that there's, it's just too, too hard to make it like a black and white thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, it's there's just so much grayer and every conversation that we have, I always find myself myself coming out of it saying, Oh, that, you know, that's a good point. And I think that's what you're kind of like getting at mm. is we're, we're taking these topics and we're not like, this is what I think. Mm. It's sort of like, well, I, I mean, I think the conversation starts off like that. Like, this is what I think. But then we get like, okay, well that's, that's a good point. But like, let's kind of like dissect that a little bit. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. and I'm a hundred percent okay with giving my opinion. I'm a very opinionated person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, most people just don't care or they think I'm wrong, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So but I think a lot more people do care. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I think a lot more people 
not necessarily care like they need your opinion to shape their opinion mm. they're just very genuinely curious on what yours is yeah i guess I that, think that's true because that's podcast in general yeah and that's also just people that uh are seen a lot you know like you want to know mm-hmm. what what do you think about this oh and then it creates a discussion and when it comes to like i never want to um just like revert back to viewer questions all the time even though i love when people ask questions and like love mm-hmm. answering questions but some mm-hmm. of those questions can just be a yes, a no, or or a very one, two, three answer. But some of the questions create an entire topic on it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, keep hitting us on the Instagram with with everything. It doesn't matter what it is. If you, it could be something simple that turns into an entire hour long conversation. Right. So yeah, for sure. So never think you, what you like. If you have a question, ask it. If you have, if you think that, hey, you guys should talk about this tell us we might mm-hmm. not we might not talk about it we might talk about it but we want to know yeah got any of those for today <laughs> <laughs> and episode what is this 14 14 and it's episode over. 14 it's done. it's done yeah 13 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we never promised actually we went over an hour on the guest episode so we can go under an hour on these two yeah that's true Bo- both uh actually all three of the guest episodes almost hit two hours yeah which is cool so i like it yeah no like that was it. great yeah, it was great, and, and we really got some some good conversation out of that. That's what we're aiming for is good conversation. Yes. So uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you had a pretty interesting uh, in, interesting uh, journey yesterday. I did. I did. So um, I don't even know how to start that discussion. Our- well, you, first of all, like... First of all, we're going to talk about our show, The Forbidden Fantasy Show and Shine. Yeah. And when we say our show, we mean... The club forbidden fantasy for forbidden fantasy <laughs> that's our club and the, we're going to talk about the that show and um forgive me uh so yeah we're going to talk about that show and um it, every year for the past what seven years has it been seven years already it's been at the avi so 2016 was the first year at the avi so so yeah the first two years we had it at a place called fireworks family fun park in marina valley california then we moved it to Paris Fairgrounds in Paris, California, just south of there. And then in 2016, we moved it to Laughlin, which if no one's familiar with Laughlin, it's like a mini Las Vegas on the Colorado River. So, and we had it there till 2019. Didn't have it in 2020. Well, the, the interesting thing about the Avi is, it, although it is in Laughlin, it's not really... So, so the main topic that we're going to be talking about right now is that it doesn't really adhere to the same rules as like the city of Laughlin. Yes. So the city of Laughlin is in Clark County, which is also uh, where Vegas, Clark County is, uh, yeah, where Las Vegas is. And it's also Laughlin. So where the obvious it's reservation land. Right. Um, so basically we, in 2020, we didn't have our show 2021. We didn't have our show 2022. We did. And we, we had to move it to the city of Laughlin to another facility because the river lodge, the river lodge. Yeah. Because the Avi was still not hosting large events due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So now we're just, we as a club want to take it back to the Avi because the Avi is amazing. The, the showgrounds it's, it's you're on grass, you're on the river, you're on, you have a beach, you have a pool, the casinos right there. I mean, everything is just, it's just right there. And it, we almost got spoiled there. Whenever I'm explaining to somebody about the show, 
I always kind of like lead with that. It's a destination show. Yeah. Like it's a, it's like a whole, it's like a vacation. Mm. You know, back in the day when we used to throw shows or go to shows, shows were like a very, like you go, you, the, the, it was all about just like the day of the show. You go to the show and sometimes you would get there the day before and stay in like a hotel offsite. And then there'd be like hotel parties and that was a lot of fun. Um, and then you'd come to the show for the day. And then at the end of the day, you would go either back to more than likely go back to the hotel. So at least like in the Lake Paris days, that's how it was. Yeah. Like you get there Friday, uh, maybe drop off your ride, maybe not hotel, hotel party, uh, day of the show. And then after the show, like another hotel party. Yeah. So that was fun for a really long time. And then, you know, at the Avi, like I said, I, when I tell people about it, I lead with it's it's a destination type show where it's not just a show. It's like the whole weekend. Yeah. So you get there, you park your ride, you're at this resort, um, you have all these great amenities, everything is on, you know, on site. And so in my opinion, with the River Lodge, it had the same components, but not the same vibe. Exactly. And by that, I mean, it, it lacked the, the uh, I guess continuity is the right word where it everything kind of flowed at the obby you walk out you're in the casino you walk out of the doors and there's the show yeah. it's on the grass you know we have a lot of rides on the grass and then we have some also in the parking lot but you're you're there everything is there like kind of like flowing together the whole thing flows together the river lodge that's what it was lacking the the show was sort of like uh you know kind of kind of removed kind of like out in this parking lot and so that's why you see you were saying that we got spoiled I think that's why we got spoiled because we had this such a, a unique show experience. Yes, it was. And I'm not going to lie, a little depressing walking out to the parking lot at the River Lodge just because for one, that parking lot that we use there is not maintained. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's got pebbles everywhere and all this stuff. And we tried to get a street sweeper in there. We couldn't find a company to do it. Um, but you walk out. Yeah, even yesterday I went to the obby and I'll get to that in a minute, but. I walk out the back doors and the pool's right there. The grass is right there. You walk down to the, it's got its own private cove and beach where you can pull your boat in. It's got its own boat ramp. It's got, it's just everything right there. Like it's, it's the most ideal place. It is. And the river lodge, they have a pool, but it's on the other side of the casino. They mm -hmm. have the casino and then the parking lot. Like I said, it's just not maintained and it's just kind of, they do have a, everything is very segregated. It is. It is. It doesn't, it's, it's just not the obvious. So, after the River Lodge, you know, we were like, hey, what are we going to do? Um, all right, I'm going to call. Well, the, the, there's one. Hold on. I don't yeah. mean to cut you off. But while we're still on the subject of the River Lodge, there is one great thing about the River Lodge is they were like, you guys do whatever you want. <laughs> like, yeah. They, they were very, <laughs> very accommodating. They were just like, you guys just do whatever, literally whatever you want. There was. And I'm not going to say everything was bad about the River Lodge. There were great things. The one mm -hmm. biggest great thing. Is that a thing? The biggest great thing? The greatest thing? The greatest thing, The huh? greatest thing was the hotel size. It was much larger than the obvious as far as occupancy. And mm -hmm. there were hotels right next door. So one of the things about the obvious, once they run out of rooms, you have to book 15 minutes away. Mm -hmm. You know, But if they run out of rooms at the River Lodge, you're right next door at the other casino, at the Golden Nugget or whatever. There's other, within walking distance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a huge bonus, especially for me because I don't have to deal with people like yelling at me because they didn't get a hotel room or something. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that we I, I kind of want to touch on very lightly is the 
I, although it is a forbidden fantasy show, yeah. and our club is the one who hosts it and and puts in all the work to make it happen, a lot of the responsibility for the show happening lays on your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, because so I, I, I don't know if a lot of people know that exactly how much effort you and, and other members in the club. There are I, I, I don't want to like disrespect our club or anything like that yeah. because everybody puts their maximum effort into it. But the actual mechanics of the show happening do fall squarely on your shoulders. Yeah. And I, it's because as well as other people. Yeah. I think it's, it's because I, I, okay. There's like, when we were at the, this goes back to the Paris days and I think it's like a PTSD thing. And this is why I do this at the Avi. Um, there was a year where there was a big fight and the police came in and the SWAT team came in and broke the show up and they sent everyone home and it was just a mess, right? Mm-hmm. So any you know, the, the, the the infamous one, the infamous one, right? So every so we always spent the rest of the following years trying to figure out how not to get the police involved and how to make the Paris fairgrounds happy um, and all this stuff because we didn't want the show to get canceled like that again or mm-hmm. or shut down. So at the Avi, at the Paris fairgrounds, we had to have as many people there as possible to make money because it was a huge bill. You know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. to, to foot that, that place at the Avi, it's a totally different story. We have room for about 375 vehicles and that's it. Um, and we want those, that the 375 vehicles that are there, we want them as many as possible are for as, to be our friends. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like our friends in the mini truck scene all over the world, we want them there. So since we're a mini truck club doing a mini truck show, we, um, kind of got in a little bit of trouble back when we moved to the Avi because I don't know if you remember the post that I put up and I said, no, I do. I was gonna (laughs) hold on one second. All right, we're back. <laughs> that was, uh, wow, <laughs> that was something. Did the chair just slip out from under you? <laughs> I like just overextended myself just trying to hit record on the camera. That motherfucker just, boop. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, all right. So for, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to come out, but yeah, basically. So we're going to put something in there, but basically, yeah, tell them what happened. Yeah, so for our audio listeners and our video listeners, if, if the way however this thing gets cut, uh, I just literally fell out of my chair <laughs> while we were recording. <laughs> yeah, I just I just was leaning over too far, and the chair is just like, "This is this is not happening." Yeah, we're done. This is definitely not happening. <laughs> I, I can only imagine what that looked like on your end. For me, it just looked just like yeah, it just I was like, "I was not like it's gone." Okay. All right. <clears throat> it, it was okay, more. Sorry. It was more funny because I instantly pictured us posting this to Instagram. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, that's yeah, definitely is, going on the internet. Is, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. If we didn't, if if we thought that today's episode was going to lack some sort of uh, excitement, <laughs> we were wrong. We got it back. All right. Um, All right. So back to we, we got to get back on topic. Uh, so we were talking about the Avi. Yeah. Are you? Uh, uh, we're talking about the show. You're recording audio and everything. You're good. Every, yeah, everything's good. Right. Let me get one of these. I didn't do that last time, so that's going to be fun for you. Oh, that's all right. Um, 
yeah. So back on back to what we we're talking about. So we're talking about the Avi. Uh, I think the last thing we left off on was like the the Lake Paris. How uh, not necessarily like. I mean, was it complicated? Because like I got into when I I got into the club in 2015, which was I the I think that was the last um, show at Lake Paris Fairgrounds, right? It was, and so so. So I only got like a small taste of exactly. I had been going to the Forbidden Fantasy show since 2001. That was my first Forbidden Fantasy mm. show. Um, but that year, being in the club, being a member in the club in 2015, that was like my for my first and last exposure to that. So it wasn't big. So the the whole reason that we moved to the Avi was because um, the show was just taking up so much time for everybody. You know, um, we we. We would start rolling, what was it, early on like Friday, and then people would have to get there early Saturday, and then 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and no one had time to enjoy themselves. You know, pe- mm-hmm. people would come down from Canada or come over <clears throat> from uh, different chapters, and they thought, oh, it was going to be a good time. No, it's 100%. It was work. It was 100% it was like work. work, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, sorry, that refreshed my memory on exactly what we were talking about, about you making that post. It was another kind of infamous part of the whole show, uh, the show's history. Yeah. So when because oh, uh, you so so when we moved it, I'll, I'll like I'll lead it off and then you kind of go into okay. to a little more explanation. And I remember this very vividly because we were coming back from a show in Florida. We were coming back from Slamfest, and uh, it was the the year before or the the winter before the show because our show is usually in spring. And you had put the statement out there saying that. If you want to park on the grass at the Avi, because there's going to be grass, show grass parking. Oh, no. Am I wrong? Yep. Okay. Then you go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I know exactly where you're going with that, but this is, that's, right. this, so. So that's a different, that's a different that's thing. That's a different thing. A whole different okay. controversial subject that I started that ended up being good. Oh. So. Okay. What, so then I don't know this first one then. So the, <laughs> the first one was, okay, like it's, like I was saying at Paris, we had to attract you know, we could only fill it with a few hundred mini truckers. And then other than that, we needed like low riders. We needed other vehicles to fill the, the, the gaps to make the enough income to have the show there. Um, so we would have to promote it to like, you know, the, uh, I don't want to donk clubs or whatever clubs they were. Mm-hmm. Well, back then we used to call them like dub cars, Yeah, dub cars, you know, all that stuff. So when we made the change to the obby, we didn't need the filler. We just needed the mini trucks. So I had mm-hmm. to make a post that said, if you're, I basically did this and it was wrong on my part. I should have done it differently. I said, if your truck looks like this and I put a photo oh. up, then you're not, you shouldn't come. This is not your show. I didn't mean mm-hmm. it like your truck's a pile of junk. These ones are better. All I did mm-hmm. was, and I, also this truck that I posted had a club logo on it of a very oh. big club. So I uh, uh, oh, and we would call the I don't know if we I don't know the right correct terminology, but back then we called them baller clubs, right? Um, I didn't, but uh, that term was used. That, that yeah, that yeah, people used. But to this say was that. a very big club, and I got a lot of <clears throat> interesting messages in my Facebook and hmm. all this stuff. And the thing was, is I knew people in these clubs, but it didn't matter. They were they were mad, and uh, yeah. but basically what I was saying was, is those clubs roll so deep that we just don't have the room, you know? And also we're a mini truck club. So we're going to judge based on mini truck modifications, you know? So Mm -hmm. your car might have more things done to it, but it's not going to pique our interest and you probably won't get a trophy. 
mm-hmm. and we don't want you to be upset. We just wanted, I just wanted to put it right out there. So the entire goal of moving to the obby and to fill that place up with, with pretty much people that we know, if this goes back to me, like, um, doing a lot of work behind the scenes before it and the, ho- mm-hmm. and the hotel rooms and all this stuff. I don't know where we were going with that, but yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of work involved with making sure that that hotel and that show is filled up with the people that we want there. Cause I don't want to have to worry about a fight breaking out and mm-hmm. the show getting shut down. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about something like things getting damaged, things getting stolen, this, this, and that. So if we can mm-hmm. fill it and control it as much as possible, then that worry, cause that's always my biggest worry is something bad's going to happen. And the show gets shut down. Cause I have PTSD from when the show did get shut down. Right. And uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> so we want to make sure that it's filled with as many people as we know. So that doesn't happen. Right. So there's a, yeah, I don't, I don't recall that. Maybe, maybe I just, maybe I do so what you're, remember it, but I don't recall what it. you're talking about is yeah. Which was the next controversial thing but I never posted. Said. Oh, you never did. No. Oh, this was only like a word of mouth thing. So I didn't make that final decision. What we're talking about is the obvious split up into two show sections. There's the grass section. And the asphalt. So there were rumblings. I think there were rumblings because we were talking about it. So maybe there was a post and that way what happened. But basically, we're talking about putting only paint. Like your truck or car has to be fully painted to be on the grass. Mm -hmm. If you have even a speck of primer like shaved door handles, you go on the asphalt. Mm -hmm. Uh, The idea of splitting clubs apart is never a popular one. Right. So I th- and that was like the biggest bone of contention, I think. I think that's what 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 you were talking about, but I didn't make Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's what I definitely was talking about. And I, I was more talking to that in context about cuz the the I think this conversation is about, you know, us mo- like moving the show around either being at the River Lodge or the Obby yeah. and and why the Obby is unique and and all the little things that make it unique and we start off by saying it's the the layout of the show and then I think this is another thing that makes it unique is mm-hmm. the fact that we have this is it a rule or is it just a thing that we do? Like, so, what would you consider it? I don't know, but it didn't, it didn't, the final decision was not made until we were started rolling cars in mm-hmm. the, So we didn't, the night before we, this wasn't a thing. We were just going to park as they rolled in. But as they, like, I remember on the radio, I think it was Erica was like, Hey, we're rolling them in. And then Joey opened the gate and I looked at Jesse from our club who was in charge of, uh, he was doing parking. I said, painted cars on the grass, primer cars in the parking lot. And he goes, in the parking lot. He goes, you sure? I said, yeah. And it was definitely a, a little bit of a. The first year, I mean, so before the show even happened, because you're saying that there were rumblings, but there was already people. So there are already people aware that this might have happened. Mm-hmm. And there was already a lot of like, you know, uh, like I said, bones of contention, like people maybe upset is a strong word, but they definitely had their own opinions on, on how it should be. And especially the biggest opinion was like splitting clubs up. Like how can you split us up between these two things? And there was like a lot of like back and forth, but uh, two thing two things that came out of that. I think one was once everybody kind of got over the initial shock of it actually happening. And then they viewed how it looked. Mm-hmm. It looked amazing to have these top notch vehicles, sitting on the grass right next to the water is, is incredible. Yeah. It was incredible looking. And so that, and the byproduct of that, and this is like one thing that I really think is important 
is the byproduct of that is it made the people who weren't on the grass motivated to get on the grass. Yes. And so, and literally the next year, I remember uh, a guy specifically, um, the guy from Bio, I, I don't know the name, I think it's Bio something is the name uh, of his Biodrop. Biodrop, yeah. The guy with the brown Toyota. Corey. He, oh yeah, okay. So he specifically said, the only reason this truck is painted now is because I, of what happened last yeah. year. So I think that was a really good byproduct and it really motivated people to kind of like, you know, really get out there with the goal of, of doing this. And that doesn't, and it sounds very pretentious on our part, but it's not, it's not meant to be. Yeah. And there's so many other little small things in there. Like when we used to do club participation, uh, the things that people would drag in only to get that award, you know, mm. it's just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been to plenty of shows. Not not necessarily the Forbidden Fantasy show, but I've been to shows where <clears throat> it looks like a like literal like uh, you know, uh, uh rent a car, you know, lot. Yeah, yeah. So and and again with us not having the we can't make more room at the Avi, so we are limited on space. So we didn't even have a club participation trophy. We just mm -hmm. got rid of it completely cuz we wanted the clubs to bring out I don't want to say the best of the best, you know what I mean, cuz Everybody wants that's to, like subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were some clubs when they came up, they they said no, we don't want to split our club up, and they all parked in the the parking lot, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it, which is fine. I totally respect that because I would have done the same thing at some point. And uh, then there were a couple clubs throughout the years that I would talk to and I'd be like, hey, why don't you? I said, you guys have some really rad looking vehicles. Why don't you get them on the grass? That will help the other members of your club want to also do that. And it, it was mm -hmm. also the the year Mini Truck and Magazine went away, and so there was oh, that's right. there was yeah. there was this thing where it's like there was so many people building their trucks to try to get in the magazine, and then that went away. Mm -hmm. And so then they, I, so it's almost like they needed some sort of like goal. Yeah, and then I remember a few people told me they said this is this is now my goal is to get on the grass at Forbidden. Mm -hmm. So when you you built this whole thing up of the grass and the grass and the it's almost like the winter circle or pebble beach or something yeah. you know what I mean like it's it's become almost like uh, folklore too yeah. because <laughs> yeah. since we had the the show at um, the River Lodge which didn't have any grass that sprouted like a whole thing of people bringing in fake grass the, and oh stuff yeah, like late? it became yeah. it became like a a, a um, I think lore is the best way to mm. to put it. Yeah, because people would okay, say, I'm sorry, good job. no, no, it's fine. They, they would say, uh, cut park on the grass or the grass. It just became a joke, a running, not joke, but like you said, a lore. Yeah, joke, but it's like a running thing. But like, yeah. yeah, so when you go to the river lodge and it's just asphalt, not great asphalt either because they don't maintain the parking lot, but mm -hmm. you're just like, ugh. There was no excitement for me personally. It was excitement because my friends were there and the we hadn't had a forbidden show in a couple of years. And so... Yeah. That was the excitement, but now I'm thinking, oh, and I was going to say Laid to Rest was the club that they, they had to have spent $2,000 on AstroTurf. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yep. Yeah, they brought all these, I remember it was a Friday night and they were bringing, they got to the front gate with rolls of AstroTurf <laughs> yeah. to put, on, they had to move all their cars forward, lay out the AstroTurf and back them all up, so... That was a uh, really quick side note on that club. They always do great stuff like that for all the shows, like um, the day to remember show in Pahrump that freaks of nature hosts uh, last year, they had a bowling tournament. And so they came through with like, not just like some cheesy bowling shirts, like legit bowling shirts that were embroidered. Like those dudes always come out hard yeah. for events. Yeah. And that's, I, I appreciate it because it's really yeah. cool. But anyway, it makes everything little, little so much note. more fun when people do that. When clubs do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so I guess what are we, are we going to fast forward now to, to what's going on? I think we were saying saying all of that to kind of like lay the groundwork by me, by, by us kind of explaining the evolution of the of the show, by me, you know, kind of like solidifying the fact that you are are responsible for the mechanics of the show, for the show happening. And the differences between the two properties is leading up to the fact that it's it's a it's a, it's pretty difficult to throw this show. And you went out to, to Laughlin yesterday and you found it to be even more difficult. Another, not difficult, but another hurdle to overcome, so to speak. Essentially, leading up to, to, 20, to this year's show, 2022, at the end of 2021, the CEO or guy in charge at the, the Avi, I would call him once a month and to get if there was any updates. Well, it came down towards the end of the year and I had, we had to make a decision. Like we have to tell people where the show's going to be. They have to book hotel rooms, all this stuff. So we changed it to the River Lodge. So right after the River Lodge show this year, I got on the phone with the Avi. And what I'm, what I was finding out was no one that was there from even 2020 was there in 2021, and no one from 2021 was there in 2022. So all my emails were getting kicked back. Um, the people that that I, we had worked with in the past and created these great relationships with were not there. So I, it's almost like starting over. So mm-hmm. I've talked to, I finally talked to one of the guys who was there, remembers the show. He wasn't in the position that he is in now, but he, he's, uh, he said, yeah, I remember you guys. You guys were great. You know, there was one of the best events we've ever had. We want to bring it back. So I'm like, heck yes, this is awesome. He's like, I just have to get a hold of my boss and he'll call you. So that's when I posted that picture of the Avi pool on the FFF show Instagram page. Oh yeah, because uh-huh. I was like, "This feels good. It feels like it feels like we're going back. Yeah. It feels like yeah, it feels like how it should." Be. And I didn't, but I didn't want to say we're going back. So I just posted <laughs> mm-hmm. the picture of the pool, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Like, and then yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a phone call for a week, and then two weeks, and then I called him, left a voice message, nothing. Called the other guy back, nothing. Emailed, "Hey man, just trying to get a hold of the guy that I need to get a hold of." He's like, "Yeah, I told him." Hopefully he'll get it, reach out to you. This was two months, two and a half months of things. So finally I said, I just emailed the guy and I said, Hey, I'm going to be in town, which it's three and a half hour drive for me. I said, I'm just going to be in town. I'm going to stop by. And he said, okay, I'll make sure um, the guy that you're supposed to talk to is here. So I got up yesterday morning, drove out there and I didn't have an official meeting. We just kind of stood in the lobby, but basically got the answers that we needed to get. And the answer was not no, but the answer was not yes. Yeah. It's very, it's a very, like everything else, like this, everything we talk about, there's a little gray area. Yeah. (laughs) And this gray area is they are not having events at this time. Mm -hmm. Are they going to have events? They started to have events and then they pulled back. Um, they have like a like we've said before. They have their own rules. They do what they want when it comes to which is what I was kind of preluding yeah. earlier in this conversation that it's not Laughlin. It's not Laughlin, Nevada. I mean, although I think I don't even know if it's whatever. It is. It's native land. It's it's a tribe that because like even even when we do have the show and like as vendors we have to do like these special permits through the tribe mm-hmm. to to like sell stuff there. So it's a completely different process. Yeah. And so we're, we're really like, um, we're really not, not victim, but we're really like 
just sort of like held to what they want to do. Like we have, we have, we can't say anything. Yeah. Because say if you like, when we go to the river lodge and we get a special permit through the County or the city that holds, you go to the Avi and if they, they could sign, you could sign a contract saying you're going to have the show a month before the show, they could be like, no, we're not doing it. And there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, so right now, as of right now, um, we can't have the show there. Um, that might change in a month. That might change in two months. So now we're back to 2021 again. And what do we do? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do we, you know, it's just like gambling, right? Do we, cause I asked him, I said, well, what if I just say, okay, we're going to have a show on this date. We can take everyone's pre-reg. We can, you know what I mean? Get people booked into the hotel but then it comes down to two months before the show and we can't have the show. So we have to refund everyone's pre-reg. We have to have right. them cancel the hotel rooms. You know, if, he, yeah. if people booked their flights or got time off work, like it's all a thing. It's all a thing that like, it's a destination show, like you said. And, it, and it's not just a running down the street for a running to a show for a day and coming back. It's an entire. And thing. that was sort of like, again, what I was like preluding to earlier was like this show it was, it's not just a like, okay, we're going to go to the show on Saturday. That's cool. It's like, okay, uh, people need to take time off of work. And it's like they make these plans. Like, And now with the, with the way people are with their careers and with their families and stuff, like there needs to be a lot of planning involved. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very sticky yeah. situation. So now, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah i know like after all of this conversation what it comes down to is just like it's it's still unknown we don't we don't know because like if we it's it's almost like you're at an impasse because if you if you if you do the show again the river lodge next year people are going to go like well look it's never going to be back at the obvious so there's no reason for me to go yeah you know but then if you don't have it then you break that cycle yeah of having it every year. So I, I and, and like I said, as I said, that this falls squarely on your shoulders, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like when it comes to like, like being a show promoter and throwing a show, you have to keep everything up or else you will get taken over. Right. Mm-hmm. And this says, yeah, sounds like, so if we don't have the show next year, we're like, all right, we're going to take a year off. Someone's, someone's going to just... throw a show that week. it's March. Of, mm-hmm. It's the, this is when, before summer and after summer is when you throw shows in the desert. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes in and slides into March and throws a show, and then we try to throw a show the following year, that same time, then it's, we're jerks. Yeah. You know, no, I know it's a, it's a, and now, and it's only, it's a really good problem to have, I guess, cause there are so many shows it's things have really evolved over the years because, um, I mean, if you were throwing a show in SoCal and a guy was throwing a show in Utah, those would have no bearing on each other. Mm-hmm. But now with the way that everybody travels and everything is so interconnected, that's, it, that's not a good idea because yeah. people, because a, a show in SoCal or a show in Utah or a show in Oregon, people start having to make decisions. They're like, well, you know, which one am I going to go and to? And they make those decisions based on where the show is. So Graham show rolling in the red rocks is, is it, it's like, um, it's a month and a half after ours, but if you're traveling and buying plane tickets and or trailering from another state and -hmm. you go and I say, okay, we're going to have the show. It's going to be at the Avi. So you make, so people make plans to go to that. They're like, I'm going to go to the forbidden show and not red rocks. Mm -hmm. And then we don't have it at the Avi and they go, well, if I knew it wasn't going to be at the Avi, I would have went to the red rocks. So it's not fair. It's not fair. You, you always have to be upfront with people 
and never you're not in this for yourself you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you're just you're, you're you have to be in it for the people that go to the show and the participants and if they're having fun then your show's going to succeed so you can't like right. fake the front so if we say we're going to do it at the river lodge we have to say say it and be upfront about it so people can make that decision of where they want to go because i know for a fact some people would go well i don't want to go to the river lodge because i don't like that show area Right. And, Which is, and that's a valid, fair point. hundred percent. I, and, you know, um, you know, if, if I want to put this out there, if we do have it at the river lodge, we're not going to have it in that parking lot that we did. Um, it, oh, it will be in the park. That's it, new information to me. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows this. And I, and in fact, like yesterday when I was on the club, uh, message, the SoCal message text, I told, uh -huh. I told everyone in the club, I was like, I'll update everyone tonight on the Facebook group and I didn't. So I'm going to do that. Oh. I'll do that today before this episode comes out. So people yeah, before in the club, this episode comes out so they're not blindsided. Yeah, they're like, what? I didn't even know. But um, essentially there are some options. Uh, there's the parking structure at the River Lodge, mm -hmm. which the parking structure is accessible by the main road. So say you had a lifted truck, you can get it to the top of the parking structure and it's nice cement. It overlooks the mm -hmm. water. It overlooks the pool. It's actually more connected that it is it is it is actually more connected yeah. you're right yeah no that that'd be actually pretty cool and that'd be a unique feature yeah hold on i'm gonna stand up no i was very cautious on that one <laughs> i was i was getting up very slowly so frank frank has his camera it's a little bit older and older cameras can record only to 28 minutes and then they stop mm -hmm. um so every 25 ish minutes 20 ish minutes frank has to get up push record and start a new file so so if you ever see like if you ever uh because on audio it's pretty seamless like no one really yeah. knows but if you're watching the the visual version on one of our channels and you see like all the weird cuts that's my fault because <laughs> yeah. i'm having to hit stop and record every 20 25 minutes or yeah. so but we um, also cut other things out too like if chelsea comes home right now my dog's gonna go crazy and we'll cut that out but yeah what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the the parking oh, yeah, structure. The parking uh, structure. That's, that's, that would be a really cool feature. And you know what's what's interesting, what's funny, is as of lately, there have been so many people talking about throwing parking lot structure shows. Well, Bronnie from C10 Talk. Oh, yeah, that's where kind of, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. The reunion, they did throw one there. And mm -hmm. my biggest worry, um, well, Adam in our club, Adam Sinner, has always said, we should throw a show in the parking structure. And the reason he says that is because of Woost, the VW show mm -hmm. in Vegas was in the parking structure and it was always rad. But my biggest worry was the heat. That was, that's always, that's my concern. Like you're in an oven or really terrible lighting, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, um, that's, yeah, for, Laughlin for is, Laughlin is, yeah. Well, and Laughlin just itself is, they don't update a lot of stuff, you know, so they might have those old orange lights in there. I don't even know. I need to, I drove through the parking structure at the Harris yesterday and I didn't like it. And anyways, well, um, just I mean, well, I mean, we're in the middle of summer, so I mean, I, it was pretty warm in there. It, it was it was hot, but it was it, hot. at Ronnie's event in Arizona, it was ninety something degrees outside, and it was about ten to fifteen degrees cooler in the parking structure. Mm. So I don't know if that's because this the cement has not been soaking in heat for months on end. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it cools down at night. So it cools the parking structure down and it keeps the parking structure cool during the day. Mm -hmm. So we have options. Yeah. But I don't know. And I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're definitely, you know, I was getting, getting a little grumpy last year saying that we weren't going to have a show and stuff, but I think we have to. 
if we have a, if, if we even have the opportunity or the inkling that we can we're allowed to be back at the avi mm. i want to keep it going oh yeah for sure i think the show has become part of the fabric of our club i think it'd be kind of weird yeah. not to do it like being a, being an existing club forbidden fantasy and not throwing the forbidden fantasy show mm, would be weird it would and i was it was thinking too in the back of my head like our club that's kind of our club's get together is our show it, that's exactly what you're saying and and kind of like to touch back on that point from earlier you were saying that like people would come from you know uh canada or outside the country or other states come to the show in paris and it wasn't really what they experienced or what they thought it was going to be so kind of a quick side note before it was now the club would used to get together at uh at sema every year like that was yeah. a club get together but now that this whole thing is a little more laxed and kind of like a little more loose this has become also our our get together for the year yeah because at lake paris fairgrounds we had to keep a certain if you had a staff shirt on well we needed as much staff as possible because we had classes mm -hmm. so we needed 20 judges we needed all these staff and if you're wearing a staff shirt you couldn't drink alcohol because we were we had to represent ourselves mm -hmm. in a certain way right so what what then people would go back to the hotels party but you had to be back. Some people had to be back at three thirty in the morning. Right. It was just not fun, and you could see it wearing on people. And people from like Canada would come down, and I remember Rich. They came down the first day. I was like, "Hey, you're judging." He's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, we need someone to judge, so you're judging." Mm -hmm. And uh, but now, like you said, at the Avi, it's very. We don't need 30, 40 staff people, mm -hmm. so we can. It's a voluntary thing with the club. So if you want to work, you can. If you don't, you can hang out and party. And we have some some great members who are very dedicated to what they do. We have members who have very specific jobs that they've had for ten plus years, and they're very good at doing it. It works out great. And then the people, I, I, to be honest with you, that's that's me, like myself. I don't really. It sounds terrible. I don't really help. <laughs> I sit at the booth. I drink yeah. all weekend, but I I'm not like like getting involved in the show but i but like you said that's just that's the option that everybody has and everybody and and there's no sweat or no one's tripping over anything it's just everybody still has a good time throwing a show i've always said can make or break a club mm -hmm. um because it, when you first start you're like everyone has to be involved we want everyone involved we want everyone to work everyone has to put in their fair share mm -hmm. which is yes you know what i mean i get it but as time goes by, there are certain people that do not want to be involved in it. They didn't get in a club to throw a show. They got in a club to go to shows. Mm -hmm. Then there's some people in the club that just love working the show. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we have Erica and Patty, like they love doing in our club. They love doing what they do. Joey loves working the gate. Um, Adam loves doing certain things. And then there's some people that just are like, I don't want to do have anything to do with this show. I just want to come and hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. We had to come to that like determination that that's okay. Yeah. There was definitely like a, a turning point, like moving the show out to Laughlin, you know, it, the, it gets the, the stigma of, Oh, you're like taking your show out of California. Why? Like there's all this like, you know, other stuff behind it, but it was actually like you, it's making me have a realization that it was a turning point too, because it was a huge turning point. Right. And it, and it really kind of like, it was a turning point for the better is what I'm mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, it was. And I think that, 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 and it goes all the way back now to where we can't have it at the obvious. So it makes me sad. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. And because that's it sort of was like what such this conversation a, it, is about. 
it was it was such a good turning point for the club but to and it goes again this goes back back to me just wanting to see everyone have a good time if i could see no regrets over there having a good time severed having a good time these guys out in the parking lot having a good time in our club having a good time that's what makes me have a good time Mm -hmm. and when i don't see that i'm like oh this sucks yeah but at the same time everybody still even even at the river lodge result with all of its uh i don't want to say problems but with all of its unique features happening people still had a great time i had a blast yeah it was a ton of fun and i think people will have a blast no matter what yeah, and I mean, people even came up to me and they're like, "I like this spot better than the Avi." I I heard both. Yeah, I heard both yeah. all weekend. Yeah, because again, both have its positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, but the goal is to get it back to the Avi. So there might be a trend. This might not be a one, two, three year transitioning period. Mm-hmm. This might be a four year transition period. Which at we, the beginning of the whole thing, you know, we're 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 kind of dancing around the issue, but COVID, like. It was, it's been unknown the entire time, and this is still mm. the remnants of that happening. And it's mm-hmm. not talking at any. It's not talking on anything in particular about that subject, other than it's still just, you know, things are just starting to to like come back. I don't know. I don't know if, how I want to say that, but you understand the sentiment that I'm trying to say. Yeah, there's still COVID is still affecting certain things, and this is just one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, regardless of anyone's opinion on anything, and there doesn't matter your opinion on it because. These are the facts. Mm-hmm. I can't go in there and scream at the people and tell them like, this doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. they don't care. Yeah. The goal is to get back there. So the goal is to work with, work with them to try to get back there. And in mm-hmm. the meantime, we have to do this. But um, I was going to say something else about this whole thing. And I got off track. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, more information to come on that. Yeah. Yeah, so this this episode kind of was like a kind of like a deep dive into the into the detail on what it takes to throw the Forbidden Fantasy show. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> because so. it's a, it's a, involved and it takes a lot of moving parts. As any show, any show, like one thing that I really I've always realized it. It's not like I was oblivious to the fact, but now working so closely with these show promoters for all these shows that we go to, mm-hmm. it's at the end of every video that I make. I always thank the the people who are throwing the show. I always comment on that they're doing a good job and on how much work goes into it. And it sounds contrived and it sounds like repetitive, but it's because it's so true. Like you go yeah. to a show like Mini Nats and you have, you know, I, I don't know exactly how many cars there are, but hundreds of vehicles in attendance and trophies and schedules and cruising and all of this stuff, all this stuff that comes together. You do realize that like it is it's a big hard job to do and there are people who want to throw shows who are talking about throwing shows and they're starting to understand you know the the logistics that goes behind it so it's a complicated thing so i'm thankful for every show that we go to any show that we can go to and it's there and it's working i got to i got to like you know be thankful for that yeah it might blows me away too like um when I spent that week out there with the guys from LST setting up, filming them, that brought me right back to the Paris Fairgrounds days of, of like the of the big show, you know. And then you go to our our show, so I don't want to say easy to throw because we've just had a whole episode on why it's not. Mm-hmm. But compared to that, the the pre show is 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 so much is so much easier. That's what I'm and talking then, about. Yeah, and all these shows are they're they're in different states, different cities, different counties, different locations. 
they all have so many different factors that they're dealing with, mm-hmm. whether it's laws or rules or no rules or, or weather city. or weather. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, everything. Mm-hmm. And so each, each one is unique. So just because our show is this doesn't mean that that relates to this show over here. So every show is different and, and it, it really is, it's really interesting to see all that come together for each of them. You kind of glossed over it, but I want to make a point to say it that you did film a documentary on LST on how on the whole show from beginning to end. You, yeah, everybody should really go check that out. Go to the Grinder TV uh, channel. Which this is this? I don't even know what's happening. Oh, no, this is, this is an even number. So this is on my channel. But so go <laughs> back to the Grinder TV channel. Look up the LST uh, documentary. It's great. You did a great job on that. It was really I appreciate really fun. that. Yeah, and and in fact, I'm actually. I had my camera with me at the Avi. Oh, you did. And well, I had my camera with me at the when we did the we did the auto mixer. So the auto mixer was a show that we were testing out at the River Lodge in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yep. Yep. In and, October. Um, yeah, and it actually helped us work with that facility to get the show, the Forbidden Show. Anyways, I had my camera there too because I was like, I'm going to film a vlog about throwing a show, and then I just never materialized in it uh-huh. so i'm kind of just putting together small things so maybe when we do get back to the avi i'm going to release a video about everything that i've been doing behind the scenes that'd be cool that'd be cool maybe make a documentary on the forbidden fantasy show that'd be awesome yeah, i know but making a documentary on yourself <laughs> yeah that would yeah is yeah, I very it. yeah I get hard it. so i just got to. i'm just gonna make it like kind of fun and to the point like yeah um, I, like yesterday for example, that's like I just woke up or just decided driving three and a half hours. I talked to them for 10 minutes in the a lobby, not even an official meeting. The guy mm-hmm. might not even have been there. Who knows? And then I uh, had lunch and drove all the way home. Yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. Like, there's the, that's the thing. That's what that's when I say like stuff square falls squarely on your shoulders. It's that little thing, you know, yeah. like to do that, to, to make sure to at least get the, the wheel a little bit moving, you know. I know the whole time I'm like, you know, if you would have just called me back, (laughs) I would not have to drive six hours (laughs) today. I have to edit, finish editing videos. I could have edited yesterday. Uh huh. Now I'm a day behind and it's just like, but again, you got to be nice and smile because you want your event. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So no, this was a cool episode. I think we, me falling. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I could not wait. Angie is going to lose her mind. She's going to laugh <laughs> so hard because one of Angie's most favorite things in the world is me hurting myself. <laughs> I thought you were going to say people falling, but no, no, no specifically, me, me specifically you were like, and not, not like, you know, hurting myself badly, but just little stuff like that. Like she's going to laugh to make so her hard. laugh at night. You have to punch yourself in the face. <laughs> it's not that bad. Sorry, Angie, if I gave any wrong impression, <laughs> we just got an insight into Frank's, uh life yeah uh yeah so cool anything else going on you're coming out to socal this weekend so that's cool yeah that's why we're doing the film this and then another thing too it's like this month just became like a really busy month for me Mm -hmm. and and uh so it's it's gonna get really interesting when we when we do have to start filming these on random days or mm-hmm. two we're, we're back kind of already, to back. We've been saying that for a while, but this is kind of it. We're kind of in it now. We're just like I said, I felt we like are. we just did one. So, but that's that's what we're just gonna have to do to keep imagine, creating this content. Imagine the daily vloggers that get real oh, big. Man. Have you ever seen um, like there's Casey obviously 
nice stat. But then there's other vloggers. There's, in fact, a vlogging documentary about the original guys that started vlogging. Uh, that's what got me into YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so interesting to see how it, the expectation to make a video every day either made their lives great or completely ruined them over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting here like, oh, we just have to sit here and bullshit for um, an hour. Imagine having to make a video every single day. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I could, actually couldn't imagine. I've I've tried. I thought like at one time like the key to success is, is filming every day. But I don't know. After hearing stories, because even Casey, the most successful person, did it almost. <laughs> his relationship almost ended in divorce, you know, yeah. because of it. So well, they're trying why. to find, yeah, you're trying to find content to film. And so you eventually just start filming, I don't know, your wife or your kids or whatever. And then that turns into an entire life changing thing. Mm-hmm. Screw that. This yeah. is hard enough. Yeah, I know. But hey, we're doing it. And thanks for everybody who t- tunes in every week. I know there's a few people out there <laughs> who like listen every week. I know there are some people, Jose, who are many episodes behind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool, dude. I understand. Like you know, yeah. everybody investing an hour or two of their life every week is is you know that's and, a lot to ask. Yeah, and sharing it when you are listening to it. Yeah, tagging us, yeah, that's so rate, cool. Yeah, rating the podcast, commenting on the YouTube stuff. Um, yeah, and oh. After this, we should uh, run the commercial of one of the commercials for Chemical Guys. That's right. Let's do it. So, yeah. so that's. I think we're done here. Are we done here? I think we're done here. Are you done here? I'm done here. So thanks for checking when out you- this week's episode and watch this commercial. Don't forget, livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com. And we'll see you next week. And you can get this hat. And I'm going to end this episode because I edit. Oh, I'm, I'm going to edit this episode. This one? Oh, yeah. That one, too. Yeah, this one. I, oh, I showed this one. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that one too. All available on the website. And I'm going to end this episode because I am the one that edits these. Yeah. um, With Frank falling off the chair. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.